0: Thank you for listening to CG Life with Steve Kortz. It's my hope that today's message will help you find and live the extraordinary life Jesus gives. After listening to this podcast, I'd like to invite you to connect with me on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram for more updates and resources. Well, welcome. We're in a short series right now in a uh, passage that is very uh, powerful. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. The series is entitled On Our Way Home. We're spending some time here because we, we are looking at and learning from the Apostle Paul one of the most important lessons that a believer in this life can learn, and that is the lesson of perspective. We said last week that perspective is uh, an extraordinarily uh, important part of life. It is a powerful thing. Why? Because how we see affects how we live. How we see this world affects how we live in this world. How we uh, see as believers we said, is meant to be very different from the way the rest of the world sees, that our perspective and then our response to the world is to be markedly different, and it is to be one that is marked with great confidence. Why? Well, because the, the attitude of believers is actually driven by what they have seen in Christ and what they've come to know about what God has done in Christ, what God is doing in Christ, and what God has promised to do one day in Jesus. Paul is teaching the Corinthians, he's bearing testimony to himself as well as his own experience, and he's bearing witness for us that when believers keep these three things in view, What God has done in Christ, what he's doing in Christ, and what he's promised to do in Christ in the future. When believers keep these things in view, uh, there is a confidence that comes to mark and permeate all of their lives. Even when what they're seeing around them is threatening or terrifying or harmful. And uh, consequently, with that confidence, they begin to live with determination, they begin to live with strength, they begin to live with boldness, they begin to live with great hope. And no one, no one except Jesus models this, and uh, no one in the New Testament explains this this perspective with its built-in confidence like the Apostle Paul, and nowhere do we see it better than in 2 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians 4. That's where our passage is for this morning, 2 Corinthians 4, verses seven through 12. And I wanna invite you, find a Bible, turn with me there to 2 Corinthians chapter four, and we're going to be reading together verses seven through 12. Paul says, "But." We have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. We are afflicted in every way but not crushed. Perplexed, but not driven to despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Always carrying in our bodies the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our bodies. Verse 11, for we who live are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake, so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our mortal flesh. So death is always at work in us, Paul says, but life, as a result of death working in us, life is at work in you. Now, we said as we began this series that Paul spends a great deal of time in 2 Corinthians 3 and 2 Corinthians 4 talking about veils and blindness and gazing and sight and darkness and light, spiritually speaking. In chapter 4, verse 6, if you look just ahead of our passage, uh, Paul says that just as God the Creator spoke and made a new universe, spoke and created order amidst chaos and darkness, he also said, let light shine out of darkness as our Redeemer. And he said it and spoke through his Son, and so made his light shine, Paul says in 4, 6, in the hearts of believers to give them the light of the knowledge of his glory in the face of Jesus. In other words, Paul says God gives to those who are saved a new capacity to see that they didn't have before. The capacity to see the light of the knowledge of God's glory, his majesty, beauty, and worth. Watch this now, his majesty, beauty, and worth alongside this world and all it has to offer, God has given to those who are saved the capacity to see and to know the majesty, beauty, and worth regularly, consistently as they live this life and they see it, Paul says, at the end of verse 6, in the face or the person of Jesus Christ. Everything we need to know about who God is, what he's ultimately about, and what he promises for us is captured in Jesus so this is what happens when a person is saved. This is how uh, their journey home begins. Yours if you're a believer, mine is a believer, this is how it begins. We see God's glory, especially His mercy and His grace in the person and the cross work of Jesus, we're drawn to him with repentance and faith, and we are made his. We're made part of his family by adoption, and we're started on the way to being made more like Jesus. But what we find is not just that we're started on our way to becoming like Christ, but we've been given a new power to live, uh, made possible by this new perspective of life that God gives. Faith in Christ becomes, if you will, the lens by which believers see the world. Faith in Christ gives believers God's perspective on life and eternity so that they live their lives understanding who God is, what he's about, and where their lives are ultimately headed. And and this is very important because all of us as human beings, all of us have lenses by which we see the world. All of us have picked up some form, some lens, some ideology, some value system, and, and we put them on and we wear them. And we use them to show us what is real and what is not, what is important and what isn't important, what is necessary and what isn't necessary. So many of the lenses, of course, that we human beings use to see our world uh, give us a view of the world as we prefer it to be. We, we have a, a, a way of describing that. We say that person is wearing rose-colored glasses if they, if they have this way of seeing the world that is peculiar to them and especially uh, positive and, and uh, overlooking the things that are, that are negative. One of God's greatest gifts to his people, and I want you to see this, is the lens of gospel faith by which he enables us to see life in this world as they really are. Life in this world as he sees them. And he gives us, and I love this about uh, those gospel lenses. God not only gives us lenses in Christ to see what is in this world, but he gives us lenses that give us the capacity as well to see what will be one day. In seeing by or through these lenses of the gospel, we're empowered to live rightly and righteously and and confidently despite what happens to us and what happens around us. And Because believers live, uh, as Paul puts it later in chapter 5, verses 6 to 9, by the lens of faith and not by sight or the lens of human ideas about life and eternity. He declares we are always of good courage. Why? Because he says we know that while we are at home in the body, living this life, we are away from the Lord. We are away from our final destination in his presence. And we know, he says, f- f- this, for we walk by faith, not by sight. We walk looking through those gospel lenses, and so consequently, we are of good courage. Nothing we see in this world can can discourage us when our gospel lenses, shaped and molded by Christ, are on. We are of good courage. And he says, we would rather be away from the body and at home with the Lord. We'd rather be now where we know we're going. But he says at the end, whether we are at home in the body or away from the body and at home with the Lord, we make it our aim to please him. Now, do you see what he means? Seeing what God has shown believers in Christ. Because of the perspective they have in Christ means that believers can live free, free to please Christ, regardless of what is happening to them. Believers can live resting when it comes to their past with confidence when it comes to the present, and with great hope when it comes to the future, because Christ himself is their final destination. You and I, we are always on our way home. And it is this perspective that makes all the difference. And this is what Paul shows us in our passage for today. Hear me carefully. The great secret to living with Jesus and to living for Jesus, to showing him to a broken world, a blind world, a veiled world, and sharing him with boldness and confidence is learning to live like Paul did, seeing through the lens of the majesty, beauty, and worth of God revealed in Jesus Christ and his gospel. And when you and I, as believers, practice this secret, Paul shows us how our perspectives and how our lives can change. We literally see everything differently. Paul shows us here that we see the gospel differently. We see ourselves differently. We see God differently, we see life differently, and we see death differently. Let me unpack these for you this morning as we make our way through 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses seven through 12. You notice with me, first of all, Paul says that, that in Christ, with those glasses, those gospel glasses, we actually see the gospel differently. But we have, verse seven, This treasure, this gospel faith and the gospel uh, message in jars of clay. Treasure here is, of course, something of great value, which Paul says he has been given and that uh, he now holds with and for safe keeping. Now, he didn't always see the gospel this way. Most people today don't see the gospel as a treasure. They don't understand why you want to live your life by it, and they really don't understand why you would want to share it with them. In his first letter to the Corinthians, Paul admits and explains to us that to the Jews, the gospel is a stumbling block. To to the pagans, to the Greeks, the gospel is always foolishness. He himself once despised and fought against this very gospel as a strict Jew before he met Christ on the road to Damascus, before the veil over his mind was lifted, before the uh, blindness of his own eyes was healed healed on that road to Damascus his his blinded mind and his veiled heart were so cleared that he was finally able to see and know the glory of God and the gospel of Jesus and so now there has been this radical change and this is where Paul begins he says I don't see the gospel the same it is now not my greatest enemy it is my grand prize It is the power of God for salvation. It is of first importance. It is without equal and it is without uh, uh, any peer. It is irreplaceable to me. And now this gospel that I once fought against and resented, I'm privileged to have and to give away. This gospel is God's wisdom and his righteousness for me. And that means for me, it is life, it is joy, it is a treasure. I don't see the gospel the way I used to see it. It has now become, because of Christ, the very center of my life, and of course, the way I see myself. Look at verse 7b. Paul says that uh, he and other believers not only see the gospel differently, but they see themselves differently. He says, but we have this treasure, the gospel faith, the gospel message in jars of clay. Now, jars of clay or earthen vessels is the description Paul uses to describe uh, how the gospel causes him to see himself and how, how the gospel causes other believers to see themselves as well. Now, in Paul's day, earthenware was ordinary. It was inexpensive. It was unattractive. It was insignificant. If it was cracked, it was easily tossed and replaced. In fact. Perhaps one of our best uh, comparisons is is the plastic that we use and the plastic containers that we use. I guarantee you, you've never been into anyone's house who set an empty water bottle up on their their, uh, uh, table in their living room or in their family room and set it out as if it were a masterpiece. Nobody ever came uh, to you as they invited you into the house and said, oh, come look at my water bottle. Do you see it? Do you see this plastic water bottle? What... uh, 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 Have you noticed how it it shines, how it sparkles, how how the top twists off? Can you see? No. Why? Because this is uh, just an ordinary part of our everyday lives. It is inexpensive. It is ordinary. It is insignificant. It is unattractive. We don't think two things about tossing this unless we fail to toss it in a recycling bin. What is significant here, and I want you to see this, is that Paul saw himself this way. He saw himself as a pot. He knew he was cracked, but he was encouraged by that reality. He said, this is me, ordinary, inexpensive, unattractive, insignificant. And I'm okay with that. How could he be okay with that? Well, because Paul and all believers know they not only have the benefit of seeing themselves differently, but they also have come to have the benefit by way of their gospel lenses of seeing God differently. Notice what he says at the end of verse 7. We have this treasure in earthen vessels to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. Why in the world, this must have been a question that Paul asked himself, and it's a great question for you and I to ask ourselves. Why in the world would God put such a treasure as the gospel, the gospel message, gospel faith, Why would he put such an extraordinary treasure in a container like this, a container like me, fragile, ordinary, inexpensive, unattractive? The answer? So that we might see and keep seeing and so that the world might be able to see And know who he is and what he can do. You see, here's the truth. The power of God, the glory of God, is much easier for others to see. When the vessels that bear those things don't get in the way. The fact that we are weak and that God has put a powerful gospel inside of us bears even greater testimony to the power of God. God loves to take broken pots and show to a watching world what he can do and will do and does still do taking the ordinary, the inexpensive, the insignificant, and using them for his glory. Vessels like these can't get in his way and don't keep his glory from being seen by others in Jesus. Now, I want to pause just a moment and say something to you. This is one of the most encouraging teachings in all of Paul's letter to the Corinthians. We all have our imperfections and we all have our brokenness. But God, in his mercy and in his wisdom, despite our flaws and our foibles, despite our imperfections and our insignificances. I love this about him. He doesn't take us and toss us away in favor of someone better. But what God does is instead, he takes you and I as imperfect beings and he puts the only perfect someone in us and he makes that perfect someone and his perfection he makes that the source of our destiny not our defects so in Christ now this is what this means in Christ now we can be faithful in Christ now we can be fruitful regardless of our frailties because in Jesus God has found a way to display his glory to the world through cracked pots so that those pots can't get in his way. Rose-colored glasses won't show us our commonness. They won't show us our cheapness. They won't show us our impermanence. And a lot of us tend to hide behind those, and we want to run from what the gospel actually says about us. But the truth of the matter is the lenses of faith, the lenses of gospel faith, not only will show us who we really are, but what they also do is they show us how much we are actually loved. Even though in and of ourselves, we are ordinary, God has made us privileged despite us. And if we will keep our gospel lenses on, they will keep us from being impressed with ourselves. They will keep us from trying to exalt what we can do. But they will also keep us impressed with Jesus and amazed at what he can do. And what that means is the power of Christ already in us is going to be freed to flow through us. And as we live our lives, seeing ourselves as we are and yet seeing Christ as he really is, we will have the experience in spite of our little lives of seeing a great God Accomplish great things in us and through us, we will see him accomplish an eternity's worth of difference using our little lives for his great glory. And I've got to tell you, loved ones, that makes all the difference. Paul says, I know who I am. I've come to know the gospel. The gospel has showed me who I am, but the gospel has also showed me who God is. And I know that everything that God has done in me and through me had nothing to do with me. And I intend to keep it that way because I know as long as I keep my gospel lenses on, as long as I keep seeing the gospel as the treasure that it is, myself as the crack pot or the cheap water bottle that I am, and God as the great lover of broken, failed, and failing people like me. I know God will continue to use me and love me and bless others through me. And that is what makes all the difference. That is what makes all the difference. You know, I'm I'm struck by the fact that What we are looking at in this series is not anything new for us. But it very often is one of those principles or set of principles that we know but we don't put into practice. I don't want you to miss this. Paul says, if you're going to see God in this life, If you're going to see God do great things in your life. If you're going to see God move among the people in your life. If you want to see God move in your church. If you want to see God move in your community. If you want to see God move in our nation. If you want to see God move in our world then the way you're going to see that is by putting on and keeping on those gospel lenses that show you what His power is, who you are, and who He is. Everywhere you go and in every situation you find yourself. Loved ones, God is still at work in this world. His power has not been bound up. His power has simply gone untrusted. Because so many followers of his, rather than choosing to see this season that we're in with all of its difficulties, personally Nationally, internationally, instead of seeing it through the eyes of a glorious God whose majesty, beauty, and worth guarantee his victory. So many believers have put down those gospel lenses and taken up something else. And they find themselves right where the world around them is. Grasping and looking ultimately for hope. Loved ones, we are on our way home. And my challenge to you this day is put your gospel lenses on. May God bless you this week as you do. I love you. I'm praying for you daily. We'll see you very soon. God bless you. Thanks for joining me today. If you enjoy these podcasts, take a moment to rate and review CG Life with Steve Kortz. My prayer is that God will continue to inspire and challenge you in Christ as week by week we apply the gospel faith to real life.